0: So then it's Saturday early in September and Bobby and me are in the playground of Lauriston School with the other children all wearing our gas masks on strings round our necks and a great big label with their names in black ink. I've written Bobby's label for him. All the children ask me to write their names for them and to tie their shoelaces. I don't understand why they can't do this themselves. They say how come a six-year-old like me can remember all the identity card numbers. I only have to glance at them once, that's it. And the number's gone in and stuck there, and even Mr Hitler himself would never unwedge it. We're finally going to the country. We've already had a go at trying on the gas masks, fiddling with the straps at the back, so they're tied snug under the chin. I put Bobby's on him, and the eyepiece steams up straight away so that he looks funny, like a weird bug. He pushes it off. It's stinky. It's just the rubber, silly. But then... He finds that if you blow hard, this nose bit, the duck's beak flaps around and makes farting noises. He looks for his friend Archie Markham to show him and they make the noise together. That cheers him up. It made me feel panicky too, the first time I put it on, like I couldn't breathe. And the smell was rubber and chemicals. Bleach. I threw it down and Nan was there watching me. She'd been sewing something. Now she got up. "'Look what I made you little rabbit, girl. "'See what I've been a-made bunny? "'Because we all got to wear one, even her, you know.' "'Nan showed me what she'd made. "'A black material gas mask, a tiny one, "'with ribbon at the back to tie on my rabbit. "'I tied it on her. Nan winked at me. "'She hadn't made anything like that for Bobby, "'even though he's the youngest. "'It's our secret, something just for me. "'Bunny is safely in my bag now.' Miss Clarkson's watching us, and we're in line with all the other children, and she's checking that we're standing straight and not poking the person in front. These are the actions I must do. Salute to the King and bow to the Queen and turn her around to the boys in green. Peggy Birchwell sings under her breath. I wonder if Peggy remembered her skipping rope. I haven't got one. I use Nan's washing line. Rub some soap on your finger and run it along the mask. That'll stop it misting up. Miss Clarkson says to Archie, who is putting his mask away. I ain't got no soap, Miss, Archie says. But she's already way down the line, clicking and snapping at Peggy Birchwell. Mabel, Mabel, set the table. Do it as fast as you are able, Peggy sings. Peggy's the best skipper. Salt, mustard, vinegar, pepper. Has Mum got a mask? Bobby asks now. What if she gets gassed in hospital? Yeah. Oh, I don't blink in, no. Does Mum have one? What about Nan? We were given hours a week ago, but don't know where Mum is, and haven't seen her since the day Vera went to heaven. All I know is what Nan said to me this morning. You look after Bobby now, girl. You're the smartest. He knows a few currants short of a tea cake, and he's only little. Stick together and don't let anyone split you two up. Ever. You here. You hear? last night was the first night of the blackout. Nan did it. She drew her curtains and taped up the brown paper in case the glass all shattered. But later that evening we went outside, me and Bobby, and the street lights were on so we could play Knock Down Ginger. Then everything went black. I stood still and looked around me. I put my hand out. There was a sooty blackness and I didn't dare to step into it. I heard Bobby, he'd been running and now his footsteps skittered up beside me. If only I'd been quick, I could have pinched something. I didn't know what, but we were hungry again, and Nan had only given us bread and dripping for tea. There would have been milk bottles, but I was like a blind man. I'd have got better at it, though. We stumbled towards Nan's flat. The darkness was a different kind of dark, and Bobby was scared of it. He told me he thought he saw Vera's little head, floating in the stairwell like a pumpkin. We both ran up the stairs, howling. Nan didn't sleep well last night. I felt a huff and puff in the bed beside me. And at one point she climbed out, and I heard her pick herself a paragoric sweet from a packet she had hidden in the bottom of her drawers, among her bloomers. All so big, they can keep the sun out of her eyes, she says. And then laughs. I know it makes no sense, but it's funny. I heard her climb back into bed, putting her dentures, kept in a glass by the bed, back in her mouth, so that she could rattle the cough sweet against them. I smelt its vinegary nurse and hospital kind of smell.